welcome to Hopefully You Don't Break Up. I'm Julia Rossi. And I'm Will Miles. And today on the show we have Jenna Friedman and Josh Epstein. Hi, guys. Hi. Hi. Welcome Hello. to our humble abode. Uh, it's, it smells it's really humble. great in here, by the yeah. way. Oh, thank you. We have a holiday candle. Lit. Lovely. Oh. Yeah, and a little tiny Christmas tree. Holiday candles sponsored by... <laughs> no, I don't, oh, where I don't did know. I get it? Marshalls. Marshalls. You hear that? Go to Marshalls and pick up something from... <laughs> no, no, no free we advertising. We don't actually advertise or anything. Yeah, we could use a new mattress, though. Oh, I thought you meant like just like your friend Marshall. Yeah, I know yeah, a guy named yeah. Marshall in Pasadena. Yeah, Marshall Mathers. <laughs> <laughs> Marshall Mathers. Um, my friend Marshall in Detroit. You have a you lovely guys, home. Thank you so much for it's coming. It's very comfortable oh, and you. welcoming. Mrs. Roper's adorable. Yeah, our dog Mrs. Roper's just... And your pillow game is amazing. Yes, we, wait, I feel like we've... Okay, this is a big announcement. Will and I purchased... Pillows with sequins on them, per suggestion of Margot Lightman and Dan Curry, are good friends, and they're definitely therapy pillows because you can rub them. I wish we had sound effects I'd put in claps right now. That'd yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I really like the Lacroix painting. Also. I was gonna say that this is the only thing I find problematic. Well, it's what? only problematic LaCroix? because of the cockroach poison. Yeah, that oh, cleaning yeah. With. We have for those of you not in our living room right now and can't see the wall, we have a Lacroix painting on our yeah. wall, which is for a very, amazing. Did you make it? No, no, no. no. It, we, we bought it. We bought it. it, but for a very long time, we we're trying to get Lacroix to sponsor us, and they completely ignored us. Well, welcome it's to karma. the club. Our band is from. Yeah. They're from Detroit. Yeah, oh, exactly. Karma. And we've been trying to like get them to do like a tour. Lacroix. They don't yeah. need it. They feel like Causes they don't need it. Causes wow. autism. Yeah, but here's you. the cool thing. <laughs> now we sense. drink Waterloo, which is <laughs> 10 times better than Lacroix. By the way, Waterloo. Does it have calories? No, no, no it's not. It is 100 times better. It's 100 times better. We drink Black Cherry Waterloo all the time. Waterloo, if you're listening. Never even seen it. I would like to taste it. It's incredible. Oh, taste you can right try some. It's delicious. But yeah, I kind of feel like that was like Pepsi that said that Lacroix has cockroach poisoning in it because like they have like a reason to want well water is well. bpa free non-gmo they're really just saying everything we want to hear and it's i'm all about bpa free despite not knowing what that is plastics but, oh guys, nice all right I yeah, need yeah. To change the subject but how, Petro. Long <laughs> how long have you been together it's crazy when i say two years no it hasn't quite been two years is it your longest nine eleven was our is our anniversary um so it's a little over two years right no. It's not. I just said oh, that. no. She just she just says that so that I'll never forget. <laughs> oh my god! Nice. I'm already so annoyed with myself. Um, we started dating when Trump, uh, won. Oh, eleven nine, eleven nine. Yeah, but yeah. we were we were communicating. No, we. It was at, Yeah, we. I think it was December 29th, two thousand sixteen. We met on a dating app. You did. Mm-hmm. Do you want to say which one? I don't no. want to give them free plugging. Okay, cool, cool, cool. But okay. everyone has like a profile where you push a video and it plays music. And it's super cheesy. He's yeah. the only guy who without a fedora. And I just, it was time. <laughs> okay. It was time. Okay, cool. Oh, and I what, know that one. I think. What was it about each other that made you like the each other's profiles? Um, she had a picture of herself crying next to Ronald Reagan and I thought it was real, but it was a cutout, but I just thought that I was, was awesome. I was like three. Yeah. I mean, I'm nice. Just, that's hilarious. It was, yeah. And you thought I just thought hot. that was awesome. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's an awesome photograph. Well, like Trump was running at this time, you know, like yeah. this is like, so I'm kind of like, oh, okay. This is like someone who feel like it was not, people weren't like out in the open as aware of their, of the anxiety that this monster was going to cause. Them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But and I kind then, of was feeling it already, and I, don't know, I felt like. And so and that then, was the thing. The no, McDonald's and then there? also, um, there was like a a shot of her on stage at the Virgil, and so I asked her if she had done Hot Tub because that's like my favorite comedy show. I, when I first moved to LA, someone showed me the Hot Tub show, and I was like, man, I can't believe this is here in Detroit. Yeah, there wasn't really much of a comedy scene except for like Mark Ridley's Comedy Castle, and that's not. It wasn't like alt comedy, I guess. What, what right. we would, I just air quoted. Yeah. And the audience couldn't and see And you're, it. just for the folks at home, Jen is a comedian and Josh is a musician. And yeah. it's work, and it still works. It still works. <laughs> what do you mean it still no, works? I'm just it's kidding. I was this kidding. is how it, like, this is the best. I know, it's perfect. Yeah. Better. It's tangential yeah. muscles and yeah. no, no, no competition. And yeah. what were you yeah. drawn to him and his profile? The, f- it, the no fedora? It, well, he, he looked like a nice person. And I was just in a really weird place. <laughs> <laughs> I needed a warm body at that time. But I mean, look, 
so sweet. Yeah. This is like, real, uh, but card, I think. you, I've every since the moment I met him, I've just loved him more and more every day. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. So it's is true. Your longest relationship? It's like my only relationship. Really? Yeah. I mean, I've had relationships for like three to like five months. But then Josh is like my first real relationship. I've never, well, I have met someone else's parents, but no one, my parents had never met anyone I've dated except for Josh. Whoa. You know, it's mm-hmm. wild. Same, but with me. Yeah. Comedians, as you know, but Wait, I mean. you you had never dated anyone. I had never dated. Three okay. to five months at a time. Yeah. Because that's kind of like you're like, you have like this like uh, infatuation period and then it's like, oh, we don't know each other. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. And you're like, I think I actually, I would never hang out with you. And yeah. You're like, oh yeah, maybe we shouldn't hang out anymore. Yeah. Also, it, we met on December 29th. But you 20, did? Yeah. That yeah, was we, like literally the date we connected. But That's we didn't crazy. start. But we didn't start dating until seven months later. Yeah, exactly seven months. Oh, yeah. cool. Six months. June, June twenty oh, ninth. Yeah. Oh, I thought. It was when seven. did you start? Why, why did you start dating? What drew you guys to each other? Um. That body. <laughs> <laughs> That's what oh, you're yeah. supposed to say. Yeah. <laughs> what did you say? No one asked me. You're like her list. <laughs> <laughs> I was dating. I was. Yeah. What? What did you like? Well, oh. you said the Ronald Reagan photo. Tits. What? <laughs> I don't have tips well, for those but, of you listening. But, like, but we're go- like you you don't have much to go on when you're looking at someone's profile online, you know? Like, yeah. yeah. So then you and go out, right? Yeah, and then we hung out. And well, we talked for literally a month because I was in New York and you were out here. Yeah. So okay. we talked for a month before we met. Yep. Oh, so you guys were we searching were like, outside of your city. Uh, I was. <laughs> 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 because I was like, I've been always had like a fear of commitment, you know? The site, the, the, the app that we were using, though, I don't think is like super location specific. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Google. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we yeah, were on Google. Uh, <laughs> we Googled each other. I just that put famous. in the attributes and then Josh popped up. <laughs> That's Google, actually Google Maps. Really I think you yeah. should was, Google yeah. your partner. What was the Google Facebook they tried to start? Oh, Google Plus? It still Google exists. Plus. No, Does it really? It, it immediately folded. Well, it folded within the last month or so. Really? Are you yeah, sure? Yeah, they canceled it. I miss MySpace. I do too. I do too. I miss... Uh, like having none of it. MySpace was MySpace cool. was okay. It was yeah. cool because yeah. you could connect to other artists, and it was very passive. You just put your shit out there. Yeah. You put your show, your tour dates on your page, mm-hmm. so people could who like were fans of yours could just see you, and then you could actually message other artists that you liked and wanted to connect with. So it was very like user friendly, and it wasn't invasive. Yes, exactly. And it didn't hook. You weren't addicted to it. Yeah. And you you could easily. I felt like it was easier to connect with people outside of comedy like i could connect with bands all the time that's how yeah. when i did entertaining julia in chicago remember yeah myspace was like instrumental in booking i had exactly. to book like six acts every week music and comedy and that was the site that i did it on damn um so how, what was your longest relationship before jenna you were married i had been married yeah for seven years Whoa, oh, for wow for seven years mm-hmm. holy okay. shit no. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's weird when you when you actually like are breaking up after seven years because people are like, oh, it's a seven-year itch, man. <laughs> uh, you'll get through it. Oh, wow. And then you like oh, feel wow. like you're crazy. I I mean, if anyone out there is single and listening, <laughs> date men who have been married, they're great. You're so great. Same with women who have been married. I've been married. <laughs> and women who have been married. Yeah, I, was, I, I think was... people who have been married are just great. Yeah, but Damn. we're kind of like the old dogs at the pound that no one wants to adopt because yeah. like, we're not puppies anymore. I mean, you can speak for yourself. Um, I, <laughs> I don't want someone to pee on me. <laughs> I don't want a puppy. I don't want someone to pee on me all the time. Aww, well, what's funny sweet. is I think that... 20-year-old guys are always peeing on people. <laughs> yeah, just sometimes. But Jenna and <laughs> Will, it sounds like in common you guys both kind of had a little bit of like... Reactive attachment in- disorder? <laughs> I mean, yeah, what? Yeah, and fear of it abandonment. Like it. Fear of abandonment? No, I don't. Ha- I Here's have the thing. I have a fear of relationships as every woman should because men kill women Pretty all regularly. the time. Yeah, that's so true. it's called self-preservation. I like to reframe it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I've dated everyone. I've d- I dated all around the Zodiac. <laughs> I dated a, like a blue man. I've dated what? a mime. I think I remember that. I've dated a clown. I've dated everyone. And, you know, Josh is just very special. He was blue the whole time. <laughs> I'm blue. What does that even? Know. What do you mean? I, I don't <laughs> you just I actually had a friend in high school that, that was the, <laughs> was his favorite song. Really? Yeah. Um, blue. blue and I'm blue. Blue. Where is he now? Where is he now? Very wealthy businessman. Wow. Yep. wow. I was just saying the other day. There's a one kid who I like 
gotten into some shit with in elementary school, and then it's like, what's he up to now? He's a billionaire. Yeah. <laughs> He's killing it. Yeah, he married into up. the right family. He's really smart. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. I, I put his paper in uh, under some water in sixth grade, and now that's we don't Stephen talk. Miller that's, used to eat paste. Exactly. That's part of the whole like the 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 Trump era thing. That's like the most directly scary to me is that like literally the worst people that I knew in my little neck of the of mm-hmm. America growing up are like now in positions of of power uh, appointed by like the current Republican administration. <laughs> it's like exactly. so terrifying. It's yeah. like these are literally the worst people yeah. <laughs> I've ever met in my it's life. It's the worst people from yeah. all of our personal yeah. lives. <laughs> yeah, are running, running the planet. The, yeah, the worst people of, from your high school. Like the <laughs> yeah. shittiest kid, that's the kid that's like getting promoted right now. <laughs> it's because we don't socialize them when they're younger so they I have know. that hunger to like thrive socially in a way that people who were like well adjusted and had friends growing up don't have that need. Yeah, mm. yeah. I don't want to shit on anyone. I was happy. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So what did you guys do on your first date? And what um, was your chemistry Okay, so right December 29th, 2016. <laughs> we, what? We, we just met. We, we actually met, met in like in, during the day. In New at, York? No, here, no, here. At, a, at a coffee was, shop in Silver I Lake. I came out here for work anyway, and so we met up. And then... Yeah, we met at a coffee shop in Silver Lake. We went for a walk. <laughs> yeah, we went for a walk. We got coffee. Did you take me to eat somewhere? Honestly, I don't, I don't think don't we did. We didn't go to eat. <laughs> we didn't go to eat. Okay, like next question. Uh, there's uh, no hiding anything here. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, podcasts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was the <laughs> second date like? Honestly, this is the weird thing about. Have you ever about, taken me on a date? Yes. The weird thing about about dating Jenna is that like <laughs> it just feels like from the moment we were like started hanging out, it, it was like. A friend that you've had for a long time, so like okay. nothing sexy. <laughs> I think that's really romantic and sexy. I think it's romantic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's talk. About, we can talk about when we fell in love. Yeah. Sure. How soon was it after December twenty ninth? When did we get Me- May. May. Yeah. Because we were been... long distance for a year. Which is okay. a good. Which is a good idea. Yeah, it was for awesome. anyone out there. Yeah, Especially yeah, yeah. for it's me, great. I think part of the reason we w- we are successful to the point that we are at the moment is because I, unlike everyone else I dated in New York, for the most part, like I I dated people in other places a little bit, but like it was like a year just kind of enabled me to build space for him in my world mentally mm. and like physically. And then was it because you, you could like see the, him and then come back and like have my own life and process yeah, it, it. It's also like you you know you have some conversations throughout the day or whatever, but you're like still focused on what you're doing, mm-hmm. so you're like easing into sharing your life, which is kind of nice. Yeah, yeah, that's good. And we fell in love when we both got terribly, terribly sick. We were we vacationed to Mexico City, which is an amazing, amazing place, and we got very sick towards the end of the trip, and we're sharing like a studio apartment oh god and just like vomiting and shitting at the same time (laughs) and we were like i love you (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah, i think if you like if you can survive that with someone it's like a good indication that you can that you can like deal with whatever life throws at you you know oh yeah if you can see them like the amount of times you've seen me i don't mean cry like ugly cry yeah like disgusting Ugly cry. The yeah, amount of times yeah, yeah. we've heard each other have. I diarrhea. wish this were a video yeah. because Will's like, <laughs> Will's like, yeah. <laughs> Don't do it now. Yeah, yeah. please. Uh, everything's okay, right? <laughs> but like, I feel like that is a great That's sign. Intimacy. That's real intimacy. Yeah, yeah it is because you people think. I don't know. I remember when I was first learning what inti- yeah, intimacy was. I thought it just meant like sexual intimacy. You mm. know what I mean? Or sharing secrets. But then it really is like the ugly like the ugly parts of you like will has seen the worst parts of me i think you do have to go to that dark side a little bit to be like okay now it's love because there's like the happy period for a while and you're like okay this is going great this is awesome a little too awesome (laughs) yeah will and i had a big fight last night Uh about what (laughs) what (laughs) we did have a big fight oh yeah but it wasn't like a fight like what was it about um communication yeah communication like will i don't i don't i didn't realize i sound bossy when i say like will bring that in here or like will like i'm so i have to be better about saying like can you and he will also hates it when instead of being like 
do you like black or white? I go, do you like black? And he'll go, yeah. And I go, or white? Like, he's like, he gets overwhelmed with that. And then my complaint was that, and I guess he had been feeling frustrated with this for a while, but instead of telling me, he just, <laughs> like, m- man- like, a maniac out of the blue was like, oh, he's talking about that. Like, he just, yeah. like, started, uh, like, Are you not- Pisces? I'm a Gemini. Oh. So I'm pretty double-sided. So it wasn't, so what he does is he kind of, he kind of has a habit where he thinks I know what he's been thinking for a while and then is shocked when I am surprised by. I'm also, I think, shocked by emotions in general a lot of times where Mm -hmm. I'm like, wait, like Twitter is a huge shock to me over a lot of things because people are mad about things. So then like personal life, it's, I'm figuring that out as well. Wait, Wait Twitter how does, what? Because like, people are mad about things on Twitter <laughs> that I don't think I'd ever care about. And then I look and people are really mad. So I'm like, wait, should I, should this make me mad? Like, oh, no, no, no. You're <laughs> a w- far more evolved person. I'm like, literally, almost nothing makes me mad. But yeah, I see people get mad. And it's like watching other people's emotions and being like, okay, I see. I see that this makes you that. But I don't understand the path. But then when you get mad, do you know why you get mad? Yeah, I don't get mad too often. Um, do I? No. I get Hi. peeves and I get annoyed. Yeah, you get annoyed. I mean, like you get very mad on the phone with customer service. Oh, that's you true. You get very mad in traffic. Oh, yeah. You get okay. very mad at authority. Okay, you get I can very relate. mad if someone relate. disturbs your sleep. You get yeah. very mad mm-hmm. if you get asked too many questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not mad like, like, mm-hmm. like, I think, like mad... Mad has a, a spectrum, so like yeah. mad doesn't mean he's like scary. He's just like mad. Like he's you're annoyed. Annoyed is yeah. mad. Yeah, that's true. Especially in traffic, I will fight someone if I'm in traffic. I think that that might come from um, you can't project your own thought patterns and thought processes into people, and when you do, you have these expectations that are unreasonable. Yeah. Because I always expect that, like, everyone knows driving etiquette. Like, everyone knows, yeah. like, like, when you come to a four-way stop, the person on the left goes. Like, that's what we, that you know. But people don't maybe know or whatever. I, I don't know. Yeah. But I always get mad. It's more of an expectation that there are, like, norms. Like, sometimes I feel yeah. like Walter and Big Lebowski, and I'm like. Oh, all the time. Am I the only one around here who gives a shit about the rule? Like, yeah. when you go to a parking lot and someone's like. Or, yeah, the other, last night. Yeah, we were in, we were in um, Koreatown. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, like. Someone had someone was the first person yeah, you didn't on, like a, that on a st- on a strip of parking. Yeah. To park like for like but they'd left 5 feet between them and the driveway. Not enough for another car to so, get in there but not enough but that's like, bullshit. It's yeah. bullshit, right? Yeah. Yeah. And they were out their tail was out wide. So it was still even harder to like that's fucked parallel up. park. It took me like 7 times and I was like that's just fucked up of this person. And yeah. I wish they could invent something where you could like ram a car. Yes. And it's fine. Or Mentos Yeah, not a car. angry at all. Yeah. <laughs> you know the Mentos commercial where it's just like the guys picked up the... Oh, Volkswagen? yeah. That would be amazing. Yeah. yeah. Do you think men need to figure out how to deal with their anger? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I feel... I get it. I mean, I... Since I... This is a little issue of contention between us because he wants me to drive, but economically... Uh, it's like the same price if I drive or if I Uber. And also, I haven't driven in a car in over a decade because I've lived in like Chicago and New York. And I'm not a good driver. I was voted worst driver in my high school class, which shouldn't be a category. category. Yeah, it was. And then and then they thought it would like inspire people to drive poorly trendsetter and so (laughs) they took it out. But I was like, vote. But like I I just have always how I got that moniker was my license. I'm a January birthday and my mom gave me like a bunch of hours of driving instruction beforehand because she's like a neurotic Jewish mother and so <laughs> instead of like the six required hour hours I had like 36 hours and by the time like they ran out of regular car like they they had other people who needed the six hours so my the last couple cars I got were like the handicap cars so I was like breaking with my hands and just like whatever and so the first day of school all my friends piled into my car and um I just accidentally ran a stop sign because I thought we, I was like, we all have brakes. <laughs> like, why, why is this my fault? And so then, you know, everyone said I was a bad driver and it kind of scared me. For, I don't think I was bad because I'm kind of careful, but it scared me away from liking driving. Wait, yeah. why did you have a handicapped car? Because 
all the good ones are run out? Or? All the good ones, like the people were like, stop taking lessons. <laughs> <And> my <laughs> mom was like, I'm scared. And so they were just like, she knows how to drive. We're just going to give her like the car that isn't in use because we have other people who are actually learning. Yeah. So the last couple of sessions, I just had like a that car. So the brake was, I was using my hands. And it's a, a point of content. I've never like, heard of a hand brake on a car. Yeah. Yeah. yeah for uh, people yeah. who are like paralyzed. When I used to work at down. Uh, oh, 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 oh. Well, that's a weird thing to have someone learn on. Yeah. Yes. I got into a car accident <laughs> and was paralyzed from the waist down. I still needed to learn how to drive. Wait, but, but you weren't You paralyzed. weren't really, though, Not right? yet. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> they were just preparing you in case? <laughs> that's just, I no, was that's telling just the story and I was watching you check the something and I got distracted. Oh, my bad. No, it's not your fault. <laughs> I just Wait, so, what, that, so <laughs> how, what's the how problem many people? between the two of you regarding, oh, that you wish oh, you should? Well, she so just wants me to be more autonomous. So, so yeah, so she'll, she'll do these things like, Oh, oh getting to this place is going to cost me more Stop, than... Stop, don't you know. make me sound... No, but then I'll be... So then I'll... Because I I'll want... just be like, okay, like the ice house in Pasadena yeah. is like a 45-minute drive. I'm going to make $11. Should I do this show kind of thing? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then it sometimes transitions into like, New York is so much easier. And well, I have this is. fear it's that amazing. he's going to like leave and he, go back to New York. I'm going to leave him. And so I'll be like... Which is well, where maybe. I like him. So then, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> then I'm like, oh, I'll give you a ride to I the ice house I think a healthy level of fear is nice, you know? So then I was like, uh, I'll give you a ride to no, the ice house no, in, no, in no, Pasadena. And I then, hope you feel um, safe with me. On the way home, I realized that there was like a gigantic football game going okay. on in Pasadena. And then it like, oh, took me like yeah. an hour to get home Aww, and I couldn't. And I was poor. like lost. And I was like, you have to learn how to drive because you could have just driven yourself here. And then I Or I could have gone in a car accident and died. Trust me, I think about this a lot. Sorry, I'm sorry. That's not funny. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm a really bad driver and LA is a really scary city to drive in. I got so. an accident uh, my senior year of college in the summer. I didn't drive much either. I'm from Chicago and everything. But I like, had my oh parents' man, cars every and everything. Episode, every episode. <laughs> yeah. It gets this dark. Every episode. I've had he friends. Talks, no, oh. he talks about being from Chicago. Oh, yeah. Every that's true. fucking episode. That's awesome. I talk about being from Detroit all the time. <laughs> oh, you have to, God. yeah. Mm-hmm. House like, music. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Same. <laughs> so, <laughs> But like, I got in an accident the, the week before... Uh, School started back in Atlanta before I left, and it happened to coincide with like one of my good friends passing away as well. And so I was like, "All right, I don't really ever need to drive again." And I've kind of a little bit sworn off driving. The two were unrelated, but they happened so close to each other that I was like, "I don't want to think about that." So until LA, really, I hadn't driven much, and it is a big shock to (laughs) start driving again. Very stressful, and you know. But then I did get in an Uber once, and the guy made a completely opposite turn on a different like. He was driving me to work and he just went the opposite way. And I was like, oh, is this like where I die? Like, and so right. it was fine. I got out of it, the car. Like I had a cab driver once who had Tourette's. And I couldn't tell at first Ooh. if he was just like on the phone Sounds and like, like pissed at someone. But then um, he would like, we'd be on the freeway and he would stop accelerating when he knew he was going to have like a, a, a thing. Yeah. And then he would, so we'd be on the freeway. And then he would like all of a sudden like slow down, just be coasting for until it was like fifty, and people would be honking, and then he would do this, and then yeah, like, yeah. he would like keep going. But I was living on Lyric at the time, and this the road was so like narrow that I was like convinced that he was gonna have like a, and and yeah. and, and, and Tourette's is like seems really serious, and I felt really bad for him, but it's also like I don't really think that cab driving is maybe the best thing yeah. for you. Um, Sounds like a lot of fear happened in that car. Yeah. yeah. Part, so, yeah. like, it's for me, it's like, I would rather drive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that makes yeah. sense. You know, yeah. Like, who the yeah. hell knows what this Uber drivers do? Well, do. you're a good driver. You're Excellent from, driver. like, a, a car city, you know, like. Literally, the home well, of cars. Well, I think, <laughs> but I think related to this, as far as relationships go, is I, have you guys gone on a lot of road trips together? Uh, we went yeah. to I mean, Vegas. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, that's four hours. I feel like yeah. driving together, I can't remember the first road trip we did, but it was definitely like New York to a gig or something, or to Boston. It was probably like, Boston. That is such a great, like, oh, I love this person even more. Like, yeah. if you can yeah, have, like, road trips are fun. Yeah. Good. Like, we did, oh, wait, remember we did New York New Jersey. to, but we, then we did New York to New Orleans to Austin. 
Oh, we did. Yeah. And wow. We drove, that was fun. pretty early, too. Well, I mean, we had a friend with us, Jason Signs, but then we drove. Oh, no, not the first time, right? No. Yeah. And then and then we drove from Austin to um, we drove all the way to Chicago. Yes. We did a whole like mini. Tour How many together. people listen to this podcast? I don't, <laughs> I don't know. know. Yeah. Why? Well, just because it's so like um, interesting. Like I'm just starting to listen to podcasts. Uh-huh. Yeah, me too. Yeah. And it's just like interesting, okay. like people that like listen to like, I don't know. I'm just like thinking. Sorry. I'm She's impressed by the intimacy that you guys create. Yeah, it's very the intimate. The level of openness. Yeah. And vulnerable and open. And so it feels very like voyeuristic for someone to just listen. But we're, but we know we're being recorded. Although sometimes I, I, I forget. I was I thinking about that. Yeah. Would we be having this conversation if we weren't? We being would recorded? be having this exact conversation if we weren't being recorded. I don't know. I don't know if we would. Well, no, I, I mean, think I think it, I'm the, definitely leading it. The tone would be it. different, yeah. But honestly, the podcast came about because in real life, and I do this even, uh, like, I always ask couples how they met and why they're together. I just think it's an interesting, because there's always a story to it. It's never like, I don't know, I woke up and they were there. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe at some point in the future, <laughs> oh, no, like, I was yeah. assigned to this person. <laughs> but if there's always a story to it, and I just think it's really interesting. And I don't know, I mean, I think... I I don't go back and listen to them. Maybe we can just delete that when I ask that question because I don't mean. No, it. no, I like it. I like. I don't it. mean no, I like, like it. But that's part of the way. that's part of the vulnerability of the show. But there are because when I'm I'm thinking the only people are that are gonna like listen to at least besides your fans are like exes of mine. So like <laughs> <laughs> like why did she leave me? What did I? So that's why I'm like uh like. It scares me. It makes I try we to can like end the podcast soon if you want. No, I like it. I'm into <laughs> it. Like, that's also like a little bit narcissistic. of a narcissistic sure. viewpoint to have. No, I, I'm just like I'm filtering it through the lens of my. What mom about and my dad. exes? <laughs> yeah, you know. What about my exes? Our exes. Yeah, well, yeah. All of our exes. Like I'm listening, thinking all your exes are listening, and I'm like, yeah, bitch. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I, I, I'm like, trying to put put my good foot if forward. If you're listening you're and I shivering. hurt you, like I'm sorry. <laughs> I hope you find peace. Yeah, yeah. I feel. That's look, good. Listen, I've had in re- so I haven't gone back and listened to the episodes, but I've definitely had moments where I've been like, "Oh my god, I've put so much of my relationship with Will and my past relationships out there." Yeah. But and same thing. If any of one I've been with is listening and I hurt them, likewise, sorry. This whole thing is just an apology from me. Well, yeah, to, I think to I, one girl. Yeah. But but, <laughs> but what I'm saying like is, like though, at like the same years. time. Yeah. It's, I don't feel, it's like, it's still in our control. Like, we yes. could delete all the episodes if we wanted. Yes. No corporation owns us. It's not like when you do almost anything else, you have to sign a contract. Like, it, it could go away if it wanted. Yeah. We control, like, I can delete co- bad, co- especially if we don't have sponsors or anything. So there's no, no one, we're not, this podcast isn't beholding to anyone. Yeah. I think that, that the interesting thing is that, like, I'm a little, too old to understand how like how micro um like for example like when i when i was growing up there was like all these people who were into chicago indie rock and it was like mm-hmm. it was like a sub culture but it was like you know there was like zines and shows and and now i think there's like all these people who ha- who are really f- big fans of a thing and like are involved online in a way that like i don't see yeah. And so it's like almost harder to know. Like people who line up for shoes. Yeah, yeah. That's Will. Yeah, yeah. Well, but like, t- but like to I me, I, I remember <laughs> being younger and seeing the Wilco documentary and yeah. feeling like I knew who they were. And then the next time I saw them play live, it was that much more impactful because I was like, oh man, I've like seen so much of their like yes. real lives. And it, yeah. You know, and I think that's really cool. And I think that there are probably so many people who are super interested in that. The problem is that you you never know who they are. It's like I think that it's weirdly more like voyeuristic because you're doing it in your home as opposed to congregating with people. Oh yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Like it's like very Nothing isolated. Nothing special anymore. Exactly, but like I think people are still into into people in this like on that same level. Well, um, in terms of like artists that they like or comedians that they like or comedy is art, right? Yeah, yeah, it is art, and we're all like artists here. And I think my whole career, I've tried to like not delve into my personal life. In like a, fe- there's like this like thing that I think yeah, for like younger female comics coming up, it's like put upon you to talk about like sex and stuff. And like, I think there's like, it's done brilliantly. And actually like, 
I, but I just always try to avoid it. And then I think that as we get, like, in this current moment, people, like, want to, they just want it all from you. They mm -hmm. want to know every little personal aspect of your life if you're like a creator it's like not good enough for them to just like see your set or see this thing that you made mm -hmm. they want to know who you are you and so scenes, yeah. so yeah so i was like hesitant to do this podcast because i'm like i don't want people to know my personal life you know but then at the same time like i've always been a fan of yours and the way like how like Thanks. open and vulnerable your work is and so i was like okay <laughs> well, here's well, here's the thing. Two things about that, though. So I'm having a little bit of the opposite in the sense of so much of my work has been open and vulnerable, like between storytelling and stand up, and like so, like and I and I always will be because that's just how I am. However, on in my work and off stage, I've been trying to uh, be a little bit more selective because I'm reading Brene Brown right now. Do you know who Brene Brown is? And it's this book, Daring Greatly. Brene Brown is a, she's a researcher and she's studied shame and vulnerability. You should totally listen to her. And she, I love there's shame. This thing, <laughs> she said this, I, no, but the vulnerability. I love, I, I want to talk about shame after. But this yeah. thing that she said that really struck me recently, because uh, I'm audio listening to the book, is she said that, you know, a lot of people think vulnerability is being very TMI and telling everyone everything. And I don't really think I go online and put like long posts and no, I'm like, today I'm feeling this, you know. But I have been known to like corner someone at a party who's like, what's new? I'm like, well, and then I'm like making it a therapy session. And I think that I'm, I don't know, it's just how I am. But like she was saying, oh, sometimes when you're being quote unquote vulnerable and like oversharing and dumping it's actually like validation seeking because you want them to be like you're okay you're like that's normal and like if there's anything wrong with that but she was saying true vulnerability is gaining people's trust and being selective of like who you let in which i know kind of goes against and that's not to say you shouldn't be vulnerable online or in your work. Is that is that vulnerability? Because you could say like a con man gains people's trust and yeah. is selective no, 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 of who not they let gaining in. Gaining people's trust. I trust you enough to be vulnerable. Letting go of your own blocks. No, giving like, your trust to someone else. Right? Yeah, yeah giving I, your yeah. trust to someone else. Yeah, and instead of sort of just putting it all out there. However, I do think with art and podcast or whatever, whatever, what I'm trying to do is be like, am I just sharing to fill space or do I actually have a helpful reason to share? Like, do I think this is going to add? But if it's just me being like, I feel this and this yeah. happened to me and it's just for the attention, I'm like really trying to like be more conscious of like my. But that's what our culture rewards people who just I think make a lot of noise. But I, that's but not but short yeah, term. I think long term is authenticity. Yeah, I think you can back out of right now because I'm 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 pretty much backed out. I don't share anything about my actual beliefs what? online or anything. I I think about this a lot, but I remember in in college, like I was a I was studying poetry for a while and. You, the professor would say, like, it's not, you don't need to know the backstory of the writer to, to read this poem. Like, yeah. in fact, like, they said, like, separate the artist from their work. And somewhere along the line, like, especially in music, I remember this band, Tennis, who's awesome. Mm -hmm. But they came out with their first record, and there was this story about how, like, they're a couple, and they sailed around the world on a boat together and made the album. And I remember seeing that story everywhere and it was all anyone talked about. And then I think like this, the, the, the next record they put out, like they had already had that story and there wasn't like this new story. And I think everyone was kind of like waiting for like the next story. Yeah. Like what um, else do they do now? Yeah. And I think it's, I think that in that way, um, people feeling like they're getting th this thing out of you like does make your work sell it's like it's like ad hominem but then like, people, people like what you're like people like the like bullshit that kanye does more than his music now but yeah. in the long run the music that he's making now f fucking sucks yeah yeah and so like yeah. like looking back the work it, is what endures not exactly. so like woody allen we're gonna appreciate any hall 
in third. <laughs> <laughs> no, my point, no. I just mean like what you're saying. I guess people understand things in stories. So if you can give them a story, it'll make them consume whatever else comes with it in addition to just the art. But then on the other side of the coin, we are in this moment where everybody's personal lives are under a micro- yeah. microscope and rightfully so because there's so much like injustice and, I, I, and, and fucked up in this. But then it's like that whole conversation about like, like not to get into the exhaustive conversation of like, you know, I don't want to say his name because we've been talking about him like for a year, like, but it's just like, can you still watch this comedian or can you still watch this film or listen to this musician if they've like done something creepy? And I don't, I've been trying to write jokes about it and I can't fully because it is very nuanced, but it's like, look, like, everything we eat and wear is like made by slaves and yeah. like problematic so like why not just enjoy like louis me tour <laughs> you know, like, okay i'm gonna i have a couple things you can you can't i'm not look i'm not i'm not I, maybe you can cut this out i don't not know made by slaves first of all what <laughs> you can do a little research and not get stuff no i know slaves. but even haribo gummy bears and like shrimp and like there's just so much disconnect and like our tax dollars go to fun war and like i'm not an apologist for like asshole people who make art that was wesley snipes and that's why (laughs) that's why like i have like i haven't (laughs) been able to talk about this publicly and i don't fully want to i'm just like thinking out loud in this super safe space it's not recorded um (laughs) like i'm not like i don't want to you know i I don't even want to get into louis because i don't like that's a whole step whatever that's we're too close to it and also like i'm not like excited to like see him on stage right now i'm excited to see wesley snipes so am I. In anything. And Literally I think it's crap project, that he got yeah. blacklisted. Wait, what did Wesley Snipes do? Wesley he, Snipes belie- like was upset that his at, like at what his tax dollars were going to were going towards. And so he decided not to pay taxes, but it was like actually a very principled, right? I mean, this is Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like he was like you're you're Only. using my tax dollars for war. Yeah. And they threw him in jail and he hasn't really worked since, I don't think. I, I mean, think Lauren Hill made a similar argument. But yeah. But yeah. I think I think the thing about all the questions that we just asked, like, what should you share? Do you need to do this? Should I still listen to this artist? It really, there is no answer because you should do what feels good for you. Like, if somebody tries to suddenly be this, like, vulnerable storytelling performer and it's so transparent that it's not genuine to them, you're going to see it through it the same way that, like, I don't know if a comic who is like pretends to be like a feminist and makes money off of that and then is like a creep. Yeah, yeah. like you can just I, I think I would like to believe because it's the thing that like keeps me alive is that authenticity and integrity like will carry you through no matter what's happening. For me, I think I started I learned when I was a teenager. I was like, well, if I talk shit about myself, no one can ever talk shit about me. But I think the problem happened when, like, tab... Like, I think it was before the internet. I think it was, like, when tabloids got popular. That's when, like, people's private lives became everything. And now it's just... Well, even, like, TMZ really heightened Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Terribly. The Kardashians have made such an incredible amount of money by just, like, making people care about the nothing that they do. Yeah, exactly. It's so insane. We care about Minutia so much when Seinfeld was so popular because no one had talked about Minutia before. And it's like, but now, yeah, what does everyone do during their day? Like, how does everyone go to the coffee shop? I'm like, I don't know why anyone would care. But even though it's rewarded, the world still needs, like, now that's part of the world and it sucks and I hate it. And I hate that, like, you know, cat fights are rewarded and, like, spectacles are rewarded and, you know, women whose husbands were mobsters are rewarded with a TV show. You know what I mean? Like, it's disgusting, but there's still, the other stuff still, people still need, like, good music and good doctors and good therapists and good art and good books. Like that's always going to be needed. I think. Right. I think so. I think, I I think it's, it's so hard for, it's always been so hard for me to think micro. Like I always get in my head about like doing something that's small. Like you kind of have to start small, but every time I do something that's that small, I get like really intimidated by how small it is. Like I don't, I, I feel like nervous that it's, never gonna get bigger yeah yeah. and so i kind of like shoot myself in the foot but all of my ideas then are like tend to be bigger ideas and i think the like real way that like if you want to like like throw out ego and throw out like every social construct that's making you make choices that aren't you like you're better off just like trying to be a good whatever you are 
on a small level. And then yeah. hopefully if you're good enough at that, that like translates to a Yeah, exactly. Level. I think it magneti- you magnetize that way. That's the reason why I like that tennis story. I would never want to be popular for a story because then my art doesn't speak for itself. Like the level I'm at now, I want my art to speak first. But and it's then, the- then they can find out about me. Like then I can share my views on everything. Well, then but t- does tennis art- has gone on to make mm-hmm. more albums and like yeah, yeah, yeah. overcome that. And they're, they're yeah, incredible. for sure. Does art but that is hill. on our radar, though, speak for itself? Like how often does art that's on our radar speak for itself? Is like it always rarely. wrapped up in a story for the most part? I think so. Like I feel a lot like of TV Donald and Glover movies is, and stuff. Donald Glover's pretty... He keeps to himself pretty much. So like Atlanta is a lot of people's... Maybe all they know about him for a while and then his music. And so that... I feel like he's trying to cook, to cultivate an image. Though. Yeah, that's true. Of but he's like, also trying to like, yeah, he's of being like this genius. Like the like, which like is, we don't know doing, anything about his personal life though, which I think is pretty cool. I know about it, but <laughs> shut <laughs> up, shut up. <laughs> I do actually. But you know okay. what's so funny is you were asking about like, are people listening to us right now just as a voyeur? I actually think, and it's probably maybe because we are. I don't know if it's because we are like a little older or the subject matter, but you were talking about like the young, the youngins and podcasts and the minutia and all that stuff. We don't really, our audience isn't the kind of audience that will like post a link to the podcast and be like, I fucking love these guys. Like yeah. we don't have a very online vocal audience. We have the kind of audience that will send us a private message. Yeah. Be like just want to let you know, you really helped my marriage. Just want to no. let you know I'm single and I love that episode 76 where so-and-so blah, blah, blah. And it's funny because I fucking love that because that at my heart is why I started doing anything is to connect with people and help them in an entertaining way. But like the marketing, the the promo in me when you're like, what are your numbers? I'm like, I don't know, but it would be great if those letters were public, you know, like, yeah. but but that's not but gonna. We, I like you can take that. You can better. take that out of the thing if you want. No, no, no. No, no I, I, I like talking about this because it is. But the, the thing is, anything I've ever had like go viral or go big yeah. in that new way, it lasts like a week. You know, so I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. I don't but know I think it's all about building that cultivated audience to like they're bigger and bigger. Until well, unless you're Drake, who just kept on doing, he just kept on having viral things after viral I know. things. You know, it's not like like st- seriously. There's maybe three of his songs that I think I really like, but the rest of them just sounds like the exact same song <laughs> to me. And somehow he's like the biggest artist in on the planet. We've burned a lot of bridges, a lot of artists. Not Drake. Drake loves us. <laughs> Drake. One, I don't know if you remember Drake, but you once laughed at me. Also, if you're listening. Any of our fans listening, I do not. I want, I want, I love notes. Like, I, no, course, this is we prefer that over, yeah. Like the, so, uh, I don't want, honestly. I wouldn't want someone to like put their marriage at risk just so I can feel good mm-hmm. about a public compliment. Like, that's not what I'm saying, but I just think probably because Will and I aren't too like shamelessly promotional, maybe we just don't attract people. With that kind of energy, you know what I mean. But we appreciate everyone who listens. Thank Plus, you guys. This is, this a big is more part like... of betting on yourself is not conforming to like what other people do. Yeah. So the, the whole marketing thing that we could do, I'm betting on us more than that marketing scheme. I know you're so good at that. Will's so fucking balanced with like I don't give a fuck what everyone else is doing. Yeah. It's so it's well, you have good. to be otherwise you'll go insane. Exactly. Or you're like you'll follow that path and then go insane later. Yeah, it's either insane now or later. But. But you could also say the same to take it outside of art to bring it back to relationships. I mean, think of all the people. No, but but think of all the people in the world that do what everyone else is doing as far as relationships go. Yeah. Like, I had to get married before 30. Look how that worked out. You know what I mean? It is amazing, like, how many people are in... I'm, people say like what fifty percent of marriages end in divorce. Like I can't believe like fifty percent of marriages like end in marriage. Like I can't believe yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. people stay. It just seems like a very. I mean, <laughs> you. <laughs> How does anyone do this? <laughs> you you've been wonderful. Like the the coolest thing about Josh is that like it feels effortless, and I, and I, I know everyone's always like that's when you know it's working, but it's like. I don't feel like trapped. I don't feel insecure. I don't feel like suffocated, which are things I felt in other situations. Mm-hmm. And so it, it is like a really nice, it's been really nice and balanced and wonderful, at least on 
from how I feel. But um, yeah, before we started dating, I just like didn't get it. I was like, do I have like something wrong with me? Because like I couldn't, like I, you know. And I think just relationships in general, like um, I, I think uh, studies do show that like marriage, for example, is like men benefit more from marriage and like relationships. How like so? Um, I think that they get like support of of women. Um, more often, like women end up being their caretakers a lot of times because mm-hmm. women live longer. Um, I should I don't I don't have the study in front of me, so I don't want to like misquote anything. I'm not into fake news, but that's just something that I <laughs> tell myself. <laughs> I mean, it's every morning to do with the fact that there's never been a gay or single president. Also, is like because that patriarchy marriage shit is. Like, it, it is like we have to take someone's other last name. Like yeah. they um, should. And maybe they will 2020, by the way. But yeah. And are just like, I don't know. It's just like, yeah. I think we get socialized into a lot of the, like the patterns that we have in, in relationships and like, the, and so like when you're, when you're young, like it's, it starts, the hormones start and then all the kids are like trying to, you know, I remember like school dances and like, sta- like standing on one side and the girl sitting on the other side yeah. and like getting a boner anytime you would slow dance oh. with anyone. No, it's just like, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> Go on. Um, <laughs> no, but then I think that like somewhere along the way, like, I, I, <laughs> I think something happens to everyone. For me, I remember it was I was dating a girl and she said she had read this book called like The Rules Girls. And she was like a rules girl. And I think that this book was all about like how to make a man want to marry you. And so there's all these like games that they have to play. Yeah. And it was like the first time that that I met someone like that. I like changed my approach to dating and I was like, well, fuck this. I can play these games too. Like I get what you're doing. And then it got like weird and like combative. And I think that you have always been very authentically yourself and have, and like really do have strong values and live by them. And that's why I've always been attracted to you because I think you're like the most honest person that I know, but it's probably tough for a lot of people coming into a situation with someone like you. Cause they're like, what the hell? Like, it's like, it's like a punching bag that, that doesn't hit back and doesn't care. You know, it's like, what? <laughs> if you're thinking of relationships, that, well, you were like texting and Google I'm searching. I'm not texting. But... I'm, I can't get, I don't get internet in Silver Lake, but I'm trying to find like the study on like women in marriage. So I could oh, yeah. add oh, like yeah. an intellectual yeah. element. So did, you didn't hear what I said. Did you? I did. You said, I'm, you said like dating me is like a punching bag. <laughs> it doesn't punch back. Uh-huh. <laughs> is marriage worth the trouble for, for women? Is marriage toxic to women? Society should stop pretending marriage but, makes women happy. Five. But here's the thing about like, you know, you were saying was something wrong with you before. Like, okay, for example, Will, how old are you when we started dating? Happy marriages are obviously healthy for women, but in unhappy marriages, it's it is harder, I think, for women. Yeah, obviously. Oh yeah, same goes for being single, right? Yeah. (laughs) Happy singlehood's healthy. Though, when people would be like, "Oh, he or she hasn't had a relationship in their thirty or thirty or like whatever they." Yeah, until recently, it was like a big thing. Yeah, it was taboo. And I, on the other hand, as somebody who was in back-to-back relationships, one of which was a marriage. Honestly, a lot of it was fear-based because I didn't know how to exist alone. And I was like, no one will ever love me and I'm only worth something if a man has... Like, you know, all the shit, right? I looked at people who were 30, 35 and never been in a relationship. I'm like, oh, they're cool because they didn't waste their time. I love that I have never been in a relationship before, Josh. Like, I just had the best time in my... 20s and like early 30s and like got to focus on work and my friends and like just so much cool stuff but all that stuff all those like rules that people put on relationships it's just part of a bigger problem with society of always trying to put rules on everything because people want there to be only one way of doing stuff because then it doesn't make them feel inadequate or have to think outside the box and the thing is like you not having a serious relationship. I also think there's like this, like, you know, obviously misogyny, but there is this like subtleness of like, uh, Rebecca Traster had this book from an article, I think called all the single ladies. And it talked about like the political power of single women. And when there are single women in a place, the entire culture shifts to accommodate them and becomes more progressive. And so like, I think that for like our patriarchal establishment, like, 
independent, autonomous, single women are threatening. So they feed these like marriage narratives. I was on the phone with my sister today reminiscing on the most fucked up board games from when we were little. Like, do you remember like um, Dream Phone? It was this game where you literally like there are all these men calling you and you like have to guess which guy is like your suitor or something. It's like so messed up. Yeah. Um, Because we're because I'm like shopping for Hanukkah presents for my niece. I was like looking at all this shit. And that especially if you were a closeted lesbian. Sure. I mean, all of it. Like, it's just so weird. Um, So weird. But I think that there are forces at play that reinforce that idea that like, you know, women need obviously need like boyfriends or marriage or someone to like, you know, account for their purity or their whatever. I mean, if if you're with someone and, and you feel good, you should feel better with them totally then worse with them that's yeah, like yeah, i think yeah. the most basic way yes. like if you feel better with if you feel worse being with them you shouldn't be with them yeah and this one by the way as i'm like just like dealing on my feminist high horse you've always been so cool with all of that like i he's just i mean i think part of it and i've said this i said this on that other show like his sister older sister is like this radical feminist and when i met her it was like this moment where i was like oh he can like he'll be able to like handle me handles like a weird word but <laughs> he'll be able to <laughs> slap this bitch around yeah. but um you've always just like never been threatened by that and i think like younger men hopefully are more that way than like older men but i think like for for men to like men who are you know heteronormative dating whatever gender blah, blah, blah. but like for for you guys to just like be able to like n- appreciate your like your partners in a way that is feminist is you know always it's cool i'm not being articulate but here you've always been great like that i think that it's about this is what, the, what i was trying to illustrate with like the whole like getting into like gamey relationships and then like putting up walls like i think that your perspective has to kind of like shift out of that and then there's like like i think we just both believe in the same reality yeah and i don't it doesn't that's that's a great way to put it because i I, I was always trying to describe sorry i mean to but like i always say that will and i i called it having the same values but i like the i like reality yeah that's actually i think a much better description of what i've been trying to say because will is like we have a lot of differences i'm like yeah but we have the same like standards and sort of like i never come home and say will like he's always on board like he gets why yeah. i think something's weird he gets why i think something's funny he gets why i said no to a job he get like he gets all the things mm-hmm. So it's the same reality. Yeah, yeah. Also, Love another that. thing for the sad single person crying and listening. <laughs> another thing that I did learn is just like that person who is your partner doesn't have to be like everything. Like, I think that we have this, like a lot of women I know, like they're just like, it's like you, you think this other person has to be like everything for you. I don't, I'm not, I'm not trying to like. No, but you know what? You're making say in a way that. Because like like you're everything for me, you know. But at the same time, I think that we have this like illusion. I don't be everything no, I mean yeah, yeah, no. Exactly. I, but I got my own shit to do. I know, but I but I but like I don't want to like say it in a disparaging way. But I think we have this like illusion that like you know this person that is gonna check fill every single box is gonna come along, and like that doesn't exist. And also like relationships like change and evolve, and I don't know. I think your reality has to be the same because so in talking about like online behavior, I was saying to Will, remember like about a month ago, I was like, we, it would, we have a very similar view of technology and social media and privacy and whatever, right? Like almost like, like one of us can be like, did you see what? And I'll be like, so-and-so posted, like we're on the same page about it. And I was like, it would never work. I'm like, what if one day one of us came home and was like, so I'm just going to live stream everything. Or like if we yeah, had a kid oh and I suddenly became like a mommy blogger and had like a hashtag. I got for scared my... for a second that there was going to be an account for the dog. And there was for like a Look, day. Okay. But then it was like, okay. no. Excuse me. Yeah. yeah an Instagram fine. account for a dog is totally reasonable. But, no, but it okay. Is? okay. In my defense, 
Um, potato, potato vodka, 11 and so okay. yeah, his, yeah, yeah. his account got started like eight years ago or nine years. Okay, ago. that's fine. That's it yeah. was it Instagram was, like was more cool innocent back then. then. Yeah, yeah. So I only was Instagram is too harsh listen, right now. I'm not trying to hashtag and like build up a fan base. I understand that. I only was. This is here's what happened. I only was gonna start an account for her because she's so fucking cute. She is adorable. And people lo- hold on, and people, people need love it. photos of her. And uh, I didn't want to need that in their hold life. Hold on, and I didn't. Oh, sorry, and I didn't <laughs> want to fill my feed with her because I didn't want people to get annoyed. However, I decided against it because I don't want to be online that much and yeah. start managing a dog. I agree. I like will just text Josh a picture of potato that's cute, and maybe he'll upload it to the thing. It, you don't really. I've never checked. Yeah, you're very yeah, hands off on his on his Instagram, but like I don't go on Instagram a lot. Uh, when I do, I see young butts, and I don't like seeing butts of twenty somethings. But weirdly, like if I'm on it, sometimes like the pictures that I actually like are like dogs. Yeah, yeah, I get and it. And so yeah, it's like if that. you're like, oh, like. Trump might incite nuclear war, like, ah, and then you see, like, a little dog picture. Mm-hmm. Not to say that we, you know, it shouldn't it shouldn't be, like, um, something to take you out of your activism and fighting, but it is, like, comforting to see <laughs> cute little pictures of yeah. dogs. I mean, the picture, I, a picture of, yeah, I posted a picture of her with sunglasses on and her crooked little nose, and I kept looking at it. Yeah, I look at Potato's pictures I look Whenever at I'm sad when I'm not home. That's what social media should be for to make people yeah. happy with like yeah. an image, you know, like, well, then it should just be all dog pics. If yeah, it's no, people be, should be allowed. That's online. fine. Yeah. But I'm just saying that. But also if, no one's kids. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but if some, but if I <laughs> did come enemies. home and became like a, you know, anti-vaxxer. Oh, what is that? Yeah. Anti-vaxxer. Oh, I was going to say, like, a, someone, and again, I don't disparage these people, but if, like, all of a sudden I started being like a, hey, guys, it's Julia, thanks for coming to my live stream, like, we wouldn't be together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you'd be like, what are you doing? Anti-vaxxer, I'd, be, I'd actually listen for a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, you yeah, know, what are the points? Jenny McCarthy, Jim Carrey, they're cool. Wait, so when did you guys, like, move in together and all that stuff? Take it to the next steps. Uh... End of January, I yeah, came so out like here a for a year. little long term, almost a year ago. Yeah, I came out here. Uh, First time you lived with someone? Uh-huh. Okay. Hard adjustment? Well, no. You're so easy to live with. It was just we were in a tiny space in a scary neighborhood. I lived with my, I lived alone for a little bit. And so I learned how to do all the things, the laundry and, yeah. the, you know, so I, I didn't stop doing that. I think that's like a thing that a lot of men stop doing and I, I just, I still do it. So I think I'm easier to live with because I'm not like a, I'm not dependent. Oh no, he's like, he's so wonderful in that regard. You do like laundry and dishes and all the stuff. Yeah, Will used to do dishes. Got too busy. It's too yeah. hard to keep up with dishes. We have a dishwasher. Just yeah. Putting that out there. Just <laughs> literally just gotta rinse it and put it in. Yeah. Um, right, but you know, sometimes you need to use switch to paper to make breakfast. I switch, do. Switch to paper plates. What? That's a great idea. No, the environment. No, paper is fine. Paper. But loves what the about water? Yeah. Doesn't. My grandpa dishwasher. invented the paper plate. And we're are in you California. Serious? Grandpa did no. it. That did. was what a weird plug. You are right. Your Stupid. grandfather what? That was a weird thing. He invented the paper plate. What? Invented the paper plate. You know that like shitty. Your paper plate money. You know the sh- the shitty like flimsy one. You yeah, seven yeah. of them to hold a hot dog. Yeah, yeah. I that love those plates. Yeah, but is it's his actually last name paper plate. No, <laughs> Papa paper plate. It's actually it's actually uh, fairly um, environmentally friendly because the Do paper they that they're using are from like are from like mills that they're planting and replanting every year. So it's like they go, they have like ten year cycles. So they're cutting down like this section to make the paper this year, but then they're replanting, and so they, it's like. They're not cutting down forests. Okay. We're sitting here it's with like paper royalty. Crops. I don't know. Let's if you move back <laughs> to Detroit. You'll do PR for the paper. <laughs> we'll oh, I thought about it. Like a yeah. We'll get out of Remember this. Remember the town. like beef? It's what's for dinner campaign. Yeah. There should be like a paper. paper. It's better than plastic. The paper. where's the beef girl? Paper. What's for lunch? I taught her uh, <laughs> milk does do already good. Pika? I taught her granddaughter. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah. Her... Is pika <laughs> the thing where you eat paper? What? Pika. 
pick oh, wow. oh. oh, I used to eat. I, I, I have that, by the way. Paper, what's for lunch? I had to eat. I used. Well, I didn't have to, but I used to eat paper. Do you know the poster child for paper? Yeah. Poster man. You have a disconnect with emotions. Do you want to be the poster man for paper plates? Would love it. Him with a paper plate in his mouth and just like it's dangling out, and they're like, "These my food's so whole wait a minute, so well, it's delicious. this is what we're gonna do." Yeah, Will's gonna start a campaign using with Josh's paper family, yeah, and absolutely. it's gonna be paper. Eat paper. What's w- for lunch? Paper. paper. And You've then we're gonna being a vegan. Yeah. Heard of. And then we're just going to sell paper to a bunch of the tech guys who are already eating the Soylent stuff. Yeah. We're eating what? And then we'll, we'll stock Google. I can't believe people name a thing named that. We'll stock what? all Soylent. the tech companies with paper at their dining halls What's and Soylent? nobody will know the difference. <laughs> <laughs> Soylent is like a food meal substitute. So. The tech guys Yeah. Eat. But it's named after the movie. So we'll be like an ancillary industry to the tech industry. You guys are both having two different conversations. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, it's like we're playing devil's tennis. Yeah, (laughs) I truly didn't know whose face to look at. If a listener can can keep track of both that's conversations, that's great. I'm very impressed. Yeah, I, I believe in our audience. We're talking about both paper and Soylent. It's what? actually the same conversation, just two different. Yeah, it is. Offshoots mm-hmm. of it. Yeah. Have you had Soylent, by the way? Mm-mm. No. Why would you? No, All right. I don't even know what that Does is. It taste like a soy milk milkshake? I used shake? to work with someone who uh, was on a he was on a Soylent thing for a while. So they can just eat paper. You know, he was very skinny. I uh, <laughs> I don't know what that is doing. <laughs> call, cra- call me crazy, but I'm into food. <laughs> I'm really into food. But see, also another thing he said at work, he was like, I don't really fuck with food like that. He didn't use those words, but he said he didn't really like... He was like, food is just like a oh, thing I have to do. Oh, my God. Well, if you're That's on like Adderall straight out of a Kafka short story. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Seriously. I go to yeah. breakfast. I never I, really cared for the taste. I became While I'm eating a meal, I'm thinking about the next I like, meal. I need to know everything about you. <laughs> yeah, I love meals. Yeah. I, I when, he, when I was doing it, I was like, I think I might try Soylent for like a while, but I can't do it. I like, Will, I like a lot of things that are not good for Will you. Will did a juice. Okay. I'm going to make fun of Will the juice for a cleanse, second. Yeah. So huh. Will, rather than just trying a balanced diet, Will was like, I'm going to do a juice cleanse. How did you like it? it? I hated it. He went from like <laughs> eating like a dude, whatever, you know, not judging, uh, to just drinking juice for two days. And I was like, Will, you looked like his face looked. Yeah, it was almost fainting. Yeah. And I was like, you can't do this. And they tried to clown me. I was like, I almost died. <laughs> how'd I didn't your, almost how'd die, your bod feel though? Oh, my bod, it felt okay. I mean, look like like. I feel physically. like after a certain amount of time, then it would be okay, right? I've never done a. I did that cayenne or... pepper one, the master yeah. cleanse. Yeah. How was that? I did it for six days. What? How was it? Did it work? I don't remember. It was like I was hallucinating. Exactly. I was fucking I was starving. Told, I was, I've been told I was so pissed many, off the whole time. A homeopathic, like you know, acupuncturist type doctors. The best way to do any kind of cleanse is to just like do fruits, vegetables, like, you know, chicken broth, like just like just eat like very brown rice, like eat very clean for a week if you want to quote unquote cleanse. But to like starve yourself is actually not that great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And here comes the hate mail. I know. Right. I don't know. I'm just kidding. I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm trying to build some controversy around the podcast. Any press is good press. No, we just just (laughs) I'm just kidding. But no, I mean, and also what we do with food is for sure a first world problem. But like these diets and everything. I am like, you know, people are kind of starving. Yeah. And you went to go buy $80 juice. Yeah, I know. You little bitch. But it was it was eighty dollars <laughs> for like twelve juices. I actually did that the other day. It was like they were like, We're having a juice sale and I was walking yeah. by and they just caught me. And I bought like four or five juices for whatever, twenty bucks. And then they went they were like rotten. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. I drank I like one, put them in the in fridge and the next day they were rotten. Yeah, yeah. I just don't want don't one do as it, a people. meal. I want it as a like meal a substitute is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, Elon Elon Musk should build the like bank teller tube from like here to other continents so that yeah. like, you could just be like, you know what? I bought an extra juice. Yeah. There it goes. Gosh, the amount of food we waste say, is ridiculous. The amount of ideas you've come up with between the paper plates. <laughs> and I didn't come up with the paper plates. Well, in your family. <laughs> you know, no, no, the paper, Will's campaign eating oh, plate. Oh, eat paper plates. I think that was, that was my Jenna, idea. yeah. Well, it was not me. Was. Yes. You know what? Yeah. Let's, let's talk to a man about it, Jenna. Um, <laughs> um, I... uh, that was a really great idea, Josh. And... 
<laughs> you could send the plates Welcome in to 2018. Yeah, let them eat plates. You guys, I think, is it wrap-up time? Yeah. I think we got a little bit more in us. We have a little Jenna, more? Okay. Jenna seems... I'm into this. I'm into hanging out with you guys unrecorded all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Recorded, I'm into it, too. It's cool. I can relate to every single thing that you get mad about. And oh, it's really? the same yeah. thing. I, yeah. That's what I get mad at, too. Oh, Julia, the one thing I wanted to... Well, two things I wanted to just talk about really quickly. One is shame and the power of shame, and I think we need to do more of that to people in power who are shitty because it actually works. Psychopaths are resistant to shame, but sociopaths actually respond very positively to shame. So I think like uh, Scott Pruitt is a really good example. This woman like harangued him at a restaurant and then he resigned. Um, You know, corporations who commit horrible acts are like receptive to public shaming. So I think everybody, you know, just keep shaming assholes, just shame and shame and shame them. And then the other thing I just wanted to talk about before we started the podcast was probably boring, but I was looking for Hanukkah presents for my niece and I saw, I came across a commercial for this like unicorn poop thing, which I'm going to show you guys when this is over. I can't believe it's a toy. It's $50. You mix a liquid and this plastic unicorn shits it out into a toilet. And that is the hottest Christmas present of 2018. It is not the hottest Christmas It's called present. Poopsie the Unicorn. It looks like a parody. It looks like a joke in like a, in like an, I don't know. It looks fake. It looks like a satirical uh, toy in like a, in idiocracy, but it's actually a toy. Cut to me shoving my Poopsie yeah. Unicorn under the couch so you can't <laughs> see it. Being like, yeah, it sounds real dumb. Um, poopsie. I want one. Uh, no. No, I still want a Tickle Me Elmo. Couldn't get one. Me too. I get Tickle Me Elmo. Never got a Teddy Ruxpin storytelling barrier. I, I got a Teddy Ruxpin and it was one you? of my favorite toys. Man, that's cool. Along with my buddy. My oh, you buddy. look like a buddy. Oh, yeah. My buddy. Yeah. And I had a Lazarus mm-hmm. bear, which is Ohio specific. I had a, remember Rub-It, I loved Wuzzles and Rub-It-Up Doggy. Those were my. Oh, okay. Yeah. Rub-It-Up Doggy was like this plastic dog that you could take in the tub with you, but you couldn't really snuggle with it because it was like hard. Remember the Easy Bake Oven? You could bake a cake on a light bulb. Yeah. My mom wouldn't get, get me sick. one. She's scared I'd start a fire. <laughs> um, it, it, it is, it is. Yeah, it's probably close. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, I didn't just mean was like, that. Thanks no, for, no. thanks for having yeah, us. And I hope, of the I just had a topic. I hope we didn't ruin your podcast. No, not at all. You no. guys are the most conscious of being on the podcast guests. It, it was very, very meta off. because I got a little, yeah, yeah no, I paranoid, love I think. I understand. But it happens. Um, well, we usually end every show asking our couple if there's sort of like, and you guys actually said some great stuff earlier, but like if there's one thing you would want anyone listening to know or walk away with in regards to a healthy relationship, whether they're in a relationship, single, anything, sort of like a little tidbit. Maybe something that helped you or changed you. I just think you have to look at it as like, take out all of, take out all of the factors that are external uh, because Most those can always change <laughs> <laughs> those can always change um, and they will but could you see yourself like going like spending time with this person when you're 70 years old like would you still have fun I think that's like a good way to look at it you know yeah 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 um Maybe like, uh, I mean, I was gonna say earlier when you said like share, make sure you share reality with them. I think is like, I might write that on a sticker. I think I have different ones to women and men. For women, I would say like be open to some extent. You know, just like be open uh, because they are scary, and and like try to make sure the person that you look for is like kind, and then to men be kind. You know, because I think it's very vulnerable to be in a relationship. Um, and I think uh, I have a lot of thoughts, but just be kind to each other. Maybe both for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Great. You guys, thank you so much. Thank you. Sure. Thanks. Thank you. Bye. That was great. <laughs> Good night, everybody. 
Thanks for listening. If you like the show and want to hear more, please subscribe to us on iTunes. And please rate, review, and tell your friends. Also, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at HWDBU Podcast and like us on Facebook. Thank you. You already said thank you. Thanks again. Hey. Good night, everybody. Stupid.